Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable, coming to you from Beijing. I'm He Yang. Good as always to have you join us. E-commerce is a huge part of our economy. China boasts almost 900 million online shoppers, actively engaging in a vibrant online marketplace filled with countless product options, all touting affordability. But here's the question: Is online shopping still the wallet-friendly choice, or are brick-and-mortar stores winning the price? War and hide and seek is probably one of those childhood games that are truly universal, regardless of your culture, language, and upbringing. And now, how come some adults are playing hide and seek? For today's program, I'm joined by Yu Shun in the studio and Josh Cotterell on the line. First on today's show. China's online retail sales hit a whopping 13.8 trillion yuan. That's almost 1.9 trillion U.S. dollars in 2022. During the past two decades, this sector has undergone a profound transformation in the country. With the ever-growing popularity of online shopping, consumers have enjoyed an unprecedented level of convenience and choice. But now, have we arrived at a tipping point where the cost advantages of online shopping begins to fail? Making it no longer the budget-friendly alternative it once was in comparison to old-school brick-and-mortar stores. Consumers are apparently now complaining that online shopping is more expensive than in-store counterparts. Yu Shun,、hmm. how could that be? Yeah, actually, some customers have noticed that recently, when purchasing items on certain restaurants' online platform or food ordering platforms. Not only are the prices slightly higher, but they are also required to pay some additional packaging fees. However, inside the physical restaurant, the prices of items are lower, and sometimes there is no need for packaging fees if you are, you know, taking out.、Um, other sectors also receive similar complaints from customers, like some hotels. They also offer exclusive discounts or deals when booking directly at the front desk, while These may not be available through online booking platforms, and also like grocery stores may have the same problem. The prices of online and offline stores are different. Hmm.、Um, Josh, do you see this kind of situation or unspoken business practice elsewhere outside of China, or are you surprised at all that this is happening? It doesn't surprise me at all, and I see a similar trend in my own country. I think that. We've seen that brick and mortar stores have been struggling for a while, right?、Um, and that isn't just because of COVID, which I think we attribute so much to. I think it's also largely, and maybe even more, to do with the rapid development of e-commerce and how practical and effective it is. In my own country, the the biggest example, the one that we all see and feel, is the electronics market. Actually, in the UK,、um, Amazon, the online retailer, it's really well known for its Massive product selection, but there was a study all the way back in 2018 by the consumer group Which, with a question mark, which is one of the biggest ones in my country, and they found that some things, a lot of things, actually like TVs, cameras, were actually cheaper in physical stores,、um, especially in the bigger department stores.、Um, and there's a lot of reasons for this, but definitely the trend is similar. Hmm, this is very interesting. Why are some services or products sold at an 
a more expensive price online rather than offline. Mm. I think,、um, especially for these restaurants, there are、um, a kind of obvious reason because when you are ordering food online or through these delivery platforms, actually these restaurants they need to pay a kind of commission fee to the platform. So they are actually cl- claiming that they aren't reaping the benefits of the additional fee imposed by online platforms,、mm-hmm. and some have stated that they have no choice in this matter. Because joining an online food delivery platform requires paying an additional commission fee, and combined with various promotions and coupons, the profit margins for merchants are continually squeezed. So, and other than that,、uh, you know the basic fixed commission fee rate. Maybe these business owners also need to pay for fee for the payment gateway. And another thing is that maybe. Some platforms even have the strategy of raising their commission fee. You know, first of all, they attract these businesses to collaborate with this platform with low commission fee rate, and then after you have settled in the platform and increased revenue, then they will increase the commission fee rate. And I saw some of the news saying that they joined this platform with about only five percent to ten percent of commission fee rate. And then after maybe one year or two years of operating their business on the platform, the commission fee can be twenty percent to twenty-five percent or even thirty percent. That's really interesting. And also, as we're sort of walking through the process of buying something or breaking down how commission and other fees are. Being charged here, and ultimately, it's the consumer that's footing the bill, really.、Mm. And there's one more thing. Remember that、um, when we first embraced e-commerce, and everybody was so excited about one more thing—that's the、uh. awesome return policy. That is、yes. often with no questions, no strings attached. You can return the item. Although I've always had beef with、um, all that extra carbon footprint that's being created in this process, don't like that. But anyhow, most folks、um, think that this is a great thing about online shopping, right?、Mm. And also that incurs fees as well and costs. And guess who's ultimately bearing the cost? It's you, the consumer. Yes, we call these kind of a、uh, hidden costs that. You know these online stores may have, and aside from these, you know the cost of returns. Also, they may pay for some advertisement, right? They need to do marketing online, also as well. Because if the store want more customer flow, they、mm-hmm. absolutely need to pay for some advertisement online. Right. So, Josh, we've covered quite a bit of ground here. Which ones are the reasons that you think, okay, this is kind of legit to raise your prices, and others might sound, huh, that does not sound too good. Okay. So, I mean, to be honest, there's nothing that really strikes me as unfair about any of this. For me, it because for me, it just seems to be part of this greater movement towards. Brick and mortar stores. I mean, I don't even think they're going to really exist,、um, you know, in the near future. So you mean, I mean online or offline? Offline. Oh, that's scary, Josh. And also, I'm worried for the tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions, of jobs. But、yeah. do elaborate. Well, 
what I mean is, is that right now we're comparing brick and mortar stores to e-commerce stores, right? But I, I don't really think that this comparison is all that important or valid because I think that what we're really looking at here is competition on e-commerce stores. And that's why the prices, I mean, e-commerce and online stores pricing out or um, having more expensive products even than in-stores, brick-and-mortar stores, I don't think this is a comparison that we're going to be making for much longer. I think that soon enough, we're just going to be, you know, completely... I mean, aren't we already there? I mean, when was the last time you guys bought a TV from a from a store? You can't something? see me, but I'm raising my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Just to prove how old-fashioned I am, I took my mom with me because <laughs> mom wow. wants an opinion. And also dad was like, don't leave me at home, you ladies. Let's just go for a family trip. It sounds like a story from the 1960s. <laughs> Anyhow, but the thing is, in the physical store, it's actually really nice to talk to the sales representative. Okay, all right. Her young is the dinosaur and the, you know, cavewoman once I've proved my identity. But there's great value in speaking to that person. He's an expert. He knows all the price range of all brands on that floor of multiple brands and he knows which are the best sellers which tvs are you're getting the bang of your buck and which ones have the better 4k feature which ones don't i know you can do this research online but who has the time for that you people who live online not me so it was great talking to that guy and being able to check out all the features of the tv options that i had in mind and we got one which was at a really great price and i checked mm. online right before i paid for it in the mm. store it was the same price. It wasn't really mm. more expensive or less, but but still. And I had a family trip. I see that uh, you shouldn't. You have something you want to add or counter, so go ahead. Right. Uh, they are, of course, experts in these devices, but they are also <laughs> experts in selling things to you, right? Mm -hmm. So you cannot know what is probably, you know, the bottom line of the price they can offer. And um, another thing is that I think it is so wise of you of checking, you know, the price online. So I think that is also, you know, you're embracing, right, the method or this kind of way of buying things online because you try to actually understand the, you know, the benefits of buying things online. That is maybe online is have the reputation of giving the people the most reasonable price. Mm. So in that way, I think, yeah, we, as customers, as consumers, we need to have that kind of awareness of comparing the prices because that is actually the actual benefits that we can gain from our, no matter its experience or the, how to say, the speech that the experts that, that are giving us. Mm. Are you convinced at all, Josh? I've got a side with Yushun here. I mean, to some degree, I, I do think you got to remember, not that it's a bad thing, but they are professional salesmen. They're probably not experts, a lot of them. I'm sorry to say. I mean, I hope all of these uh, you know, guys selling TVs don't come after me. But um, <laughs> I mean, a lot of them will admit, you know, because anybody that works in sales knows that they could probably do that in any store. You know, they have to learn about the product. And they do definitely have a degree of expertise. And I'm sure there are a lot of experts in there. But yeah, I, 
I mean, there is something lovely about going into stores, and I think that there is something nostalgic and wonderful. But when it comes to speed, practicality, I'm pretty sure that online e-commerce is going to be quicker and have more, even more expertise. I mean, we haven't even mentioned the dawn of AI and the expertise that that's going to bring when you can tell it the dimensions of your living room. If you know the dimensions, you know, and all of these things. I think it's about personal preference, though, because actually, I'm more like you, Huyang. I would prefer to speak to a person every time. But I know that's just because of my personality. And I have absolutely no patience to do the research myself. So, mm. but I don't know if that's enough to sustain this industry, you yeah. know, people well, like me and you. Yeah. What about maybe different products would sort of fit differently to our imagination of how this consumption process is going to go? For example, if you buy a very expensive piece of, let's say, a really nice trench coat that is expensive. And wouldn't you want to go to the store and try it on? I mean, if it's just like everyday stuff that is like fast fashion, then maybe you can just get it online or whatsoever. But when it's like big ticketed items such as, well, help me out here. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything right now. I haven't spent a lot of money on anything recently, I guess. And uh, there's more to do in... Um, I, I guess I can contribute to the consumption as such, but um, but for people, maybe you have different ideas when it comes to different items that you're shopping for. Right, I agree. And I think uh, consumers will evolve with such modes recently because we can see many brands or like stores, they have brick and mortar stores as well as online mm -hmm. stores, right? And I think that is a good way for the consumers to actually experience their products. Uh, for me, I, I do understand the situation of buying a very expensive coat. I personally will just go to the store to try it on me and, um, you know, to see whether it fits me or to actually feel the texture mm. of this clothes and then purchase online. I, yeah, because well, what about like, uh, oh, I know one thing that we don't need to um, that we don't have to go to the physical store, regardless of the price that's probably books sorry those mm. brick and mortar bookstores um yeah because you got to have a reason to really go to the physical space it feels and even for let's say expensive smartphones these days i'm so uh, well you know it's probably something that people are used to for the uh, really fancy gadgets then they're expensive but wouldn't you want to I know a lot of people check out various YouTubers or um, online KOLs on what Hand they... Hand-on videos. Yes. But then, don't you want to go to the store and at least see for yourself? Right. Um, if they say, oh, this screen is just that much better than the previous edition, then you got to go see for your own like naked eye to understand, to feel, you know? And then, so even for some of these gadgets, I would think that going to the brick and mortar store still has, offers a compelling reason. Yeah, and also I think that is why we're discussing it. Obviously, there are some value of brick and mortar stores. We used to have that kind of idea is that maybe brick and mortar stores may have a little bit exp more expensive price than online stores. Mm -hmm. So right now, if we are seeing that, oh, the brick and mortar stores has even a, you know, more reasonable price, then I think more and more consumers will go to the brick and mortar stores. But in a way, don't you think that 
Okay, this might、um, some people the wrong way. Have consumers been cheated? Because we kind of all buy this idea that online is supposed to be cheaper. Otherwise, why are you online? Have I ruffled some feathers there, Josh? I don't think so. Whose whose feathers do you think you may have ruffled? Well, maybe it's the、um, consumers, or maybe it's the <laughs> sellers. Yeah, but do you understand this idea that some people feel? Yeah,、um, this is sort of、um, taking advantage of almost preset idea that most consumers share, and therefore, if online is actually more expensive and offline is cheaper, and people go for Online, then you know that might be kind of being cheated on. Well, I mean, I, I don't think that it is being cheated on at all. I mean, it is your choice if you want to go out and have a look for some bargains and some deals. And I don't think that this is really new news. I mean, definitely, if there's a greater, a big difference here, you know, something really comparable, sure. But I think that. For a long time, we've known that if you do go out into the stores, you might find a bargain,、um, and that that was always part of the you know the thrill of shopping. You know,、um, so we still know that. Yet, I think that humans, for obvious reasons, we're just willing to pay for convenience. And if you asked a lot of people if they were genuinely annoyed that they'd paid a little bit more to when they bought it online, and would they rather pay, you know pay. A little bit less, and having gone to the store, I bet you that so many people would still buy it online just because of the convenience of it,、mm. the time they save. Yeah, and also I think、um, we cannot say it is a cheated on, you know, because I feel like it's more like a trend of an industry. Because, for example, back in ten years ago, when online shopping was not that. Popular or was relatively not that popular, they are using this kind of strategy of low price to attract more customers who basically get used to the way of shopping online.、Mm-hmm. And now, basically, think that people are getting used to the way of you know checking out the price online and maybe make a purchase. And in that way, of course, the sales of the brick and mortar stores will be influenced. And now, I think. In some way, this is also the way that these physical stores are trying to do. They try to save their sales by maybe using a、um, cheaper price. So probably after people realize that okay, we have better deal in physical stores, then they are flooding to physical stores. And after maybe ten years, when physical stores are very wealthy with this flow of customers, they getting back to the price that. You know these online stores will have. Maybe this is the trend. This industry will go anyway.、Mm. Yeah, everything's changing. That's、mm. the only thing constant. But also, there's just a part of me wearing the consumer hat here that I just can't understand. That is, for the brick and mortar store, they need to pay rent for this physical space, right? And we know rent is expensive, and also、um, higher. Human beings to、right. stand in the store, these、uh, sales representatives, and I know human cost is expensive, but counting all these expenses in, and then these physical stores still manage to offer you a cheaper price than online. The math just doesn't add up. 
in the eyes of an amateur, um, a layman's eyes in that sense. Do you guys have a comment here? Mm, I think that includes also what we said, the hidden costs of online mm -hmm. stores, right? Of course, they don't need that much of a huge space for storing their products or anything, or they don't need that much of human clerks to stay in their store to you know serve for the customers but they may need more money for marketing for advertising for even the commission fee right mm. so maybe in this way these costs may equalize with you know all of the costs of the physical stores yeah that's the thing none of us are in the accounting office of these companies yeah. to say for sure what the uh, numbers are. Mm. All right, you know, that I can sort of sit with. But also, maybe this shows that there is that expectation factor in play. And that's so crucial when it comes to consumers making that decision to buy or not buy. This reminds me of another item that um, simply because it's in electronic form, it's online, I just kind of automatically think it should be cheaper. And therefore, no matter how much marketing comes my way, mm -hmm. even if it's targeted ads, customized ads whatsoever, it cannot make me change my mind. That is audiobooks. Mm. The other day when I checked online, I was so surprised that these audiobooks are, sometimes they can be as expensive as the hard copy physical paper books on Amazon. And for some reason, I know this is, okay, I'll, I'll need to hear what you guys have to say about this. There's something in my mind just says, if it's an audiobook, then it shouldn't be that expensive. You don't even need to go to the printing house, you know? And um, But they're so expensive. They're like like $50 or something like that. So, Josh, do you share similar qualms? Or do you think that maybe audiobooks, you know, despite the form, whatever it is, they deserve to be so expensive? Or you don't even think that's so expensive? What are your thoughts? You know, this this one is quite personal for me because I love audiobooks so, so much. And I grew up listening to audiobooks on tape before they were online. And they were so expensive back then. Oh. They're actually cheaper than they were because back, <laughs> I remember when the Harry Potter books were coming out, I was both reading them and also listening to um, Stephen Fry read them. And mm. ev every book audio book there was like eight tapes in a massive box and you, each one had an a and b side so you had to listen to one flip it find the other tape massive thing and you know it was pretty expensive um these days audiobooks i mean i'm sort of behind the cost of them i mean it, it probably means that the author and also the person reading it are getting paid better mm -hmm. so I'm not sure exactly. I know that the companies that distribute them are making a fortune. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't annoy me in the slightest. Mm. Yes, in so many ways, this is free market competition. And at the moment, it seems like a, a lot of people still reside with the camp of let the buyer beware kind of situation. And uh, it's always interesting to follow these trends and consumption and they reflect 
aspects of our society as well as personal choice when it comes to so many things in life.